This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that has no social media presence to speak of. Frankly, we have no idea how you found this, but we're so glad you did because we're in year five of picking college football, and it's literally the only thing in our lives I think we can say that we're good at. Uh, That's the type of winners you're dealing with on the pod. I'm Joe Public, your host, joined by Rain Man, who's going to give you what we call our big rubber. Rain Man, why do you call it the big rubber? Oh, Joe, week one is here, so let's keep it classic, let's keep it sexy, let's keep it safe, for there's nothing more secure. So once you're all done whining and dining and you get a number, always use that big rubber. Lock of the week, Rain Buddy, let's go! Big Rubber, it is our lock of the week, and every every week we make Rain Man, uh, who has that name for a reason, he writes something, some sort of freestyle thing related to, he gets so excited about it, but he does know numbers, what are the numbers telling you, week one? NC State, minus 14, at, admittedly my, UConn Huskies, Wolves beat Huskies every time, fraud wolves versus real wolves, let's go NC State. I despise it. I also took a UConn with the hook. We'll talk about it. Capper. Of course you did. Capper. Other end Some of the things podcast, never change. You are weary and frankly over this shit. What do you have as your big rubber? That's why we're here. That's why we do what we do. And we've got UTSA minus two and a half at Houston this year uh, to open the season. Uh, I frankly love the Roadrunners. I think they'll be a 10-win team again. Um, 16 returning starters on offense and defense combined. And uh, Dana Holgerson was pretty busy at the Chocolate Factory all summer. You fool. You fool. The Chocolate Factory? Is that a euphemism or does he look like Willy Wonka to you? I think he looks like Willy Wonka. He looks like Willy Wonka after a ton of meth, maybe. He looks like Timothy Chalamet? Timothy Shallow Method. (laughs) Listen, man, it's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up, stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife. I am Joe Public, joined by Rayman Capper. I believe this is our this might be our fifth year doing this, which is frankly, the fact that we're still alive. How about it's that? It's too many. It t- it's too many touch years. And, touch and go for a while there, fellas. Um, but it's good to be back for a fifth year. Legitimately college football the first week of college football it is one of my favorite things in the fucking world guys i love this weekend yeah it's just um it's a beautiful thing we've been waiting all summer the games for are not through the dog to clar- days to clarify the games are not that good at all well there's some, there's some, there's there's some gems games on the board that in any window you're gonna have a great game it's gonna be willing to flip a little bit we've got some gems hidden throughout I mean, with chocolate. We'll continue. take it. We'll take You're it. Eating chocolate just like Dana. I, I, I'm really excited. I think the best day of the week, unfortunately, is when you're listening today, uh, Thursday, August 31st. We have Florida at Utah, Nebraska at Minnesota. Nebraska at Minnesota. 
a true conference game in week one is pretty good. I know it's not terribly exciting. The teams aren't that good, but they have played each other over 100 times, and it could matter in the Big Ten West race, especially for Minnesota. They can't afford to lose this game at home. It's not sexy. I think it's relatively sexy for a week one. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Minnesota and Nebraska. Ooh. I thought y'all were real we, college really? football heads. We, I mean, it's an old we rivalry, know, we know rain. And shout out to Rain the Man's type, a nice, while we're on it, breaking a nice sweater the all-time vest and a tie. record for attendance for a female sporting event at over 92,000. I don't care who you are. That's a great story and great for those student-athletes. Okay. I'll agree with that. Okay. Okay, okay, sure. Good. Glad we're and all agreeing. And I won't add it. I, won't I feel add good anything. about it. I, hey, I want to just pause to just say that I'm happy and I agree. That it's good. Okay, good. Because you had a problematic take with Barbie, and we'll just move forward no, from that. I didn't have. We don't want. Do you want to? Are we doing this? No, we're not. We're moving on. Let's go. Are we, are we doing this? Are we about to do this? <laughs> Let's talk. Uh, it's good to be back. This isn't why you should listen to us. You should listen to us because of what we are about to give you. It is our uh, locks. It is the picks that make money, that have made money over the years. This is the weekly. I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel 10 feet tall right now. The weekly. As strong as an ox. This is the weekly. These are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. Uh, every The weekly, of course, is... Uh, Capper and Rayman's official slate. They go through all of the games uh, on the slate. They pick their four favorites uh, against the spread, and they make money almost every year. Uh, I'm four for four for making you money. <laughs> and and let I remind you, I know last week didn't count, but I had hit the ground running with a three and zero start. So maybe put a little bit, a little extra in week one. Yeah. See, like you're listening to this fucking guy. Do you think we'd hang? Do you think we'd hang out with this guy if he didn't win college football games? Exactly. Absolutely. I'm good at one thing. Well, two things: that and pickleball. But we can touch that later. Oh, we we are. We are. If you say that, if you invoke that phrase one more time on this podcast, I will kick you off the fucking. I will. You can't exit. Are you gonna try me? Are you gonna try me? <laughs> Here's the thing, you know, you know me, you know what I. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's just get to you know what? Let's just get to the first. We have a fight right off the top. You guys both. I love when both of you guys look at the entire slate and then disagree on the game as one of your favorites. This this game, the spread caught my eye, and I have to say, when I saw the spread, I leaned towards Capper's side initially. But first, I'll let Rain Man. You're, you're, so you like Houston plus two, or you have it two and a half capper. Capper's on UTSA. Yeah, Capper, what's your Houston. line? Uh, I'm seeing two and a half most Yeah, okay. Time. So, yeah, I mean, we'll do it at two and a half then. Uh, I think Capper should kick it off because it's his luck. Let's, let's it's a win floor. game. It's a win game. Um, super experienced team. I think they have the better coach and Jeff Trailer on their side. Um, they had the three overtime thriller last year in the Alma Dome that. that uh, UTSA fell short in, uh, but I think it's just a—it's just going to be a very solid Roadrunner team. Um, they've obviously got the man with the key to the city in San Antonio, Frank Harris. He's been there 17 years. Uh, Seven, but damn close. Total yards 
last year, uh, 4,000 through the air, completed almost 70% of his passes. One of the most dynamic players in college football next year. Um, and it is kind of, uh, at least looking at it, like I, I look at all these games all week and I'm seeing new names that I oh, I know he, this guy played with this team and this guy played with this team. And like U of H is built through the transfer portal. They have a ton of new names, new faces, yep. getting acclimated to the program. Um, they're getting acclimated to a new conference. And UTSA is just a stalwart. They've whoa, 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 um, had hold on, a though. ton UTSA of consistency with for, Jeff Trailer. Also, also getting acclimated to a new conference. Houston, first year in the Big 12. UTSA, first year in the AAC. That's true. It's a very exciting time for the Roadrunners. Um, but I love the fact that they return. I love the fact that they return eight starters on offense. I love the fact they return eight starters on defense. Um, and I think they have some juice on defense too. Um, I know that they didn't play great at times last year, but all that experience will lend itself to um, having a ton of success. I really love Brandon Brown here at the nose guard position. Um, just a guy who eats up a ton of space, doesn't put up flashy numbers, um, but should be able to slow down the run for Houston, put a ton of pressure on Donovan Smith. Um, and his first start at U of H, um, I think the Roadrunners just win this game. I, th- okay. I think that's just pretty much it. I agree with some of what you said here. Uh, amazing story. Jeff Trailer, amazing. Frank Harris, seventh-year quarterback. UTSA, though, kind of a one-quarterback team. The other players you mentioned, they're fine. They're not that great. And this spread is extremely interesting to me because UTSA kind of had like a little Northwestern element to them last year where they were a media darling. But I don't think it was – oh, it is a shot. And I don't think it was necessarily deserved. Uh, So remember UTSA, they had all the hype in the world the second half of the season. Edwin's betting big on that bowl game for them to just crush. What happens? Frank Harris, one touchdown, two interceptions. They lose the game to Troy. Shit the bed. I expect them to do the same thing here. Let's not forget that Houston is a Power 5 school and deserves to be in the Power 5, now Power 4. So they're still outclassing UTSA, who does not deserve to be in the big Power 4. They are a one-quarterback team. I think at home, the fact that Houston is a dog is absolutely disrespectful. Houston will rally around that. And you forgot rule number one, which is home dogs, bark money, We've saw Sam Howell this off preseason for the Washington Commanders, Washington football team, whatever you want to call them. Uh, the dogs are barking and they're at home. Give me Houston plus two and a half. I, I think the line movement's interesting here because U of H actually opened up as the favorite and it is steadily moved uh, in the other direction. Um, and I just like. I love this team. I, I think they obviously yeah, you and they the Darren of the world. down at the end of the year, but like U of H was a team that finished the year really strong, but started out really slow, even though they had a ton of returners last year, they had a ton of talent on the defensive side. They had Clayton tuned back for his fifth season uh, at quarterback. And they were a team that started slow out of the gate. So I kind of expect the same thing this year. Um, they, uh, Houston's new quarterback with, replacing with, um, Clayton tune should be Holgerson. fine. Texas tech transfer played okay he was i he was was good in flash i expect him to be fine for houston i just love uh an experienced quarterback in this spot just like it's a it's a big game and also i think there's a lot of pressure on houston as far as the talent disparity yeah i think houston is a little but like even this past year 2023 there were they were separated by six spots in the recruiting rankings and it's jeff trailer is a great like talent evaluator he was a call he was a high school coach in Texas for a long time 
And I, I don't think the talent disparity is quite... Like, UTSA is also putting guys in the league, which is... Uh, I don't know. I just... I, I think they might have something for him here. I like taking an experienced quarterback, although I like home dogs bark money but also holgerson talking his shit about like texas this week is just, oh i like, loved focus it on, focus on the game buddy. that was a fine college football quote was he great. was asked a that question and he answered it i'm throwing i'm throwing the flag 15 yards you're, you're grasping fussed. <laughs> you're fussed i get it but he's not wrong and, and like the big 12 commissioner not wrong um why would you root for texas like fuck them they abandoned you and left you for dead why would you want them you don't i don't know but Texas doesn't want you either, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Mutual Whatever. parting. That's what's beautiful about it. Happy Capers. trails. See you in bowl Your games. Next pick, uh, you are you are on Toledo. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's let's go. Let's go to Rain Man's big. What are you we're doing? We're not in mid-season rubber time. Okay, I'll we're not in big. It. We're not in mid-season rubber. I'm I'm learning. Cat. Okay, Rain Man, you're a big rubber. You, I like UConn. I think they can probably pass around, but you like Brennan Armstrong. Yeah, how many, how many ones did we go head to head last week, Joe? Uh, yeah, no, it's it's fake Huskies versus, versus or fake Wolves versus real Wolves. Give me the real Wolves. Uh, so here, and the key to this game, and Joe, you're not surprising me, is 62 percent of betters are on the University of Connecticut Huskies football team. That is absolutely insane against a program of NC State's caliber. All they do is win 8 to 10 games a year. They'll keep doing that this year. Uh, 62%, what are we doing? UConn was definitely better last year, but their offense was still garbage, and they still lost 41 to 10 to NC State. That's a 31-point margin. Uh, Their best player is on defense, middle linebacker Jackson Mitchell. He's absolutely electric, 140 tackles last year, with four recovered fumbles, an interception, but that offense was terrible. And that offense isn't going to get better this week because NC State's defense should be as solid as last year when they finished 13th in team defense, only allowing 19.2 points per game. Uh, And NC State's offense should be humming because I do like Brennan Armstrong, who was really good his first two years, kind of took a seat back at UVA as the program got a little bit stale, but is now going over to NC State to start. And NC State's got that proud pro quarterback tradition. It would not surprise me if Brennan Armstrong gets drafted after this year. He's a six-year player. We saw what Sam Hartman looked like this weekend. Yeah. I like blah, NC blah, State blah, big, blah, big, 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 big. Blah, 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 blah. What's the yeah, point for hey, UConn? Uh, so my guy, <laughs> not having jo- Brennan jo- Armstrong at quarterback. Jos- Joseph Fagnano. He was terrible. Main quarterback. He was good he his was first the, two years. He played with. Uh, it's a so long last time year, ago. Last year, UConn managed to claw to sit. Like they were still in the very depths, and they clawed to a bowl game, which is crazy. They did, yeah. And this year, they have. Uh, Main transfer who is really good at the lower level, along with his offensive coordinator. So they have someone who's actually going to sling it. Their defense is pretty decent, which is why I think a lot of places you're you're not giving the hook, but I got the hook. I Most think places aren't giving the hook. It's a home game, and you're just you talk about home dogs barking money. I think you have a team that plays really hard, and it's just two touchdowns at home in a game that's going to mean a lot to the school. I'm not so sure it will mean that. I don't know how much UConn will show up for their football team. Like, let's be honest, man. They don't have a true home field advantage. Gauntlet just got dropped, UConn. What are you going to do? Yeah, what are you you going to do, UConn? Good luck. bark for? They might. They might. uh, I have nothing here. I wouldn't even think about looking at this game. Frankly, it's despicable. 
you're despicable capper okay okay mr taken toledo plus nine tell us more about how refined I, and fuck you man <laughs> you don't you you don't respect the max best defense last year no get nine and a half at illinois in like a pseudo midwest rivalry matchup oh that's a stretch um, that's yeah, it's, a, it's a huge stretch i so Toledo I really like Illinois rivalry. That's fucked up. I man. really, You're I taking really Toledo. Liked, I really liked Illinois last year. I think they were just a grind out, like very physical defensive team. Um, they moved the ball very methodically. They they um, controlled the clock. They eked out really close games all year long. Um, I don't know. I just don't see it. I, I don't like the losses. I, I don't like them, them losing their top cornerback in Devin Witherspoon. Uh, and, and I think wait, Toledo wait, is Illinois? a very solid football team. You don't like yeah. Illinois' quarterback? Luke Altmaier from Ole Miss? <laughs> feel like Illinois is under radar. Yeah, great. Easily win the Big Ten West. Yeah, great. They, they are my they sleeper got to win the Ole, Big Ten West. They got an Ole Miss's fourth best quarterback. That's fine. That's Ole Miss has a great quarterback exciting. room. Um, I, I like Toledo's, um, offense. I think they move the ball. Well, I like to Quan Finn. He is very efficient. He had some very rough spots last year. Um, and one thing I think you can say about this team is like Illinois forced a ton of turnovers last year. Like they were number one in the country in, in turnovers forced. Um, if Daquan Finn can hold on to the football and not throw interceptions, like I think they cover this spread easily. Um, keeping it within a one-score game because I don't think Illinois has the offensive firepower to um, to run away with this game here. Uh, and I Bad. think Toledo has enough on defense to kind of slow this game down. It's going to just be a very nasty, um, not very exciting game that you're not going to want to be a part of, but you're going to check that that score at the end of it and say, we got a winner. We got it. We got one to that's, the window. Yep. So. You just described how games work. I was that's really it. close to having Illinois. It was a late scratch for my board, but we can go head to head on that. Uh, um, Rain, sure. Rayman, your next pick. Uh, ah, fuck. I hate this. Uh, okay. We I get them all. Which, which one do you think it's Michigan state minus 14 versus central Michigan? Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, 70% gonna, of just... people are on Central Michigan on the road, Joe. How predictable do you have to be on your picks? You love these little public darlings. It's pathetic. Uh, I expect Mel Tucker to bounce back. I think most people probably do. He got that contract for a reason. Michigan State was not as good as that 11-2 and record in 2021. Probably wasn't as bad as that 5-7 and record last year. I expect it to even out. Uh, Michigan State lost their starting quarterback, Peyton Thorne, off to Auburn. Who gives a shit? Yeah, that's terrible. a big deal. No, that's a big deal. They also lost their that best wide a, receiver. A, the wide receiver, one. Keon Coleman, to FSU. That one hurts a little bit, but at least we're only talking about Central Michigan. And that guy, and the guy who went to Florida State, buddy. Don't that's forget Keon. about him. That's Keon Coleman. Yeah. Oh, is there no qualitative? The is there no qualitative analysis here about the fact that this program's falling apart? Like their best players are like, see ya. But they did reload the, the Juco the ranks, which I, I, I like Juco that. Ranks? They Juco ranks? Juco football players can be G- fine. 
That's you're fine. Listen, listen to but you can't yourself. reload but, but, but from the, the JUCO. Is, like you have I'm, to plug am I predicting holes Michigan JUCO. State to make the playoff? Am I predicting Michigan State to even win six? No, games? you're no. You're predicting, predicting them, them to, to win beat week Central one Michigan by, two by fourteen points. Central Michigan doesn't have a quarterback right now. They have not announced a starter. It could be Chase Bauer, probably will, but it also could be Bert Emanuel. They're both going to take snaps. Bert has <laughs> thrown eight passes in the four games he's started. That might cut it. For Central Michigan's normal slate, actually it didn't because Central Michigan's terrible. That's not going to work against Michigan State and no Mel Tucker defense. I'm sorry, it's not. Granted, Michigan State doesn't have their quarterback situation lined up. It could be Noah Kim. It could be a, a Kaden Hauser, probably a bit of both as well. But the fact that you have this Central Michigan program that does not have a quarterback going on the road to Michigan State, which does have more talent than Central Michigan, I'm sorry, and I also think they're better coached, I'm taking are Michigan State and I'm taking them in a route, especially when are 75% of betters are on CMU. Don't be honestly, sorry. Honestly, Just, good on you, bro. That was the first time he really came at you this year, and you were ready. You you started naming both quarterbacks for Central Michigan <laughs> off the dome. <laughs> That's why you're a man, buddy. He's ready to start and bench both of them. It, it, it's just insane to me that you think Central Michigan's going to be competitive in this game, but whatever. All right, fine. I know you can think that you all you understand, want. You understand the idea that, like, Mich- like Michigan also, State just dude, has no juice, you can act, man. You can act all high and, and mighty, like Central but we, Michigan will every, get very up for this game. Every year it's the same thing in week, in week three. You're like, oh, I didn't have enough data the first two weeks. But Every year I'm I make really people gonna... money and went 3-0 last week, so why don't we go scoreboard and move on? Okay, you know what? You're being real mean, and I yeah, like I'm getting it. a little too big for my britches. You're, what are you gonna do? Feisty. A little big for your britches. We're gonna come. We're gonna come, we're gonna have something for you. Uh, your cap at your next game, Penn State minus twenty and a half uh, against a West Virginia team. I'm guessing you think everyone has Neil Brown being the first fire coach. I'm assuming you think that's <laughs> that'll happen after this game. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty possible. Um, I just. I don't believe in the Mountaineers. Uh, I think that defense, as horrible as as it was last year, I think it can be worse this year. Um, And I think Penn State just has, um, which is crazy to say, Penn State has too many weapons on offense to to allow West Virginia to stay within 21 here. Um, Drew Allar takes over um for Sean Clifford who was there for 17 years. I think he'll be fine, but I do really like the running backs here. What up, uh, Drew Allor? Drew Allor? Drew Allor? Drew Allor? Allure. I like that. <laughs> he is alluring. Uh, people Nick Singleton if me, if the is a media is right in the backfield and West Virginia got gashed all all year last year to the uh, against the run. They gave up almost six yards of carry. They're despicable. They disgust me. Um, I don't think they score because Penn State's defense is going to be really good despite the loss of uh, a couple high-profile cornerbacks um, because I think they just plug and play. Like James Franklin is an elite recruiter. <laughs> like He is a guy who puts – guys in the NFL every single year. And like as much as you want to say that, like he underperforms this teams, like he is a very talented, uh, he has puts very talented rosters on the field every single year. So, um, I, I just like, like West Virginia, the only thing they have going for them here is bulletin board material. And they're just not good. Like they're, they're not going to be a good football team. Uh, I, I just, so it's drew a lot. A lot. A lot. A R. 
Yeah. So why did we, you say a lore? Moving Ayar. forward, can we can we officially call him uh, Drew, Drew? Can we call can we call him Drew Aller Akbar? <laughs> no. Well, is that appropriate? It pretension. Right, what no. about Drew? What about Drew? Praise be to Allar. <laughs> Better. Um. Better? If he if he covers this twenty and a half, yes. Okay, I like that. Well, conditional. We'll allow it if he can. Okay. Yeah, if he covers if the twenty, if they cover and the half, twenty, his name will become Drew. Praise be to Allar. <laughs> That's um, good. That's pretty good. Man, they just Chris they just, Berman would never. They they just have some guys on defense still, and and it's going to be a team that competes for a Big Ten championship like they I'm, do I'm every single year. Yeah, their um, upside is astronomical this year. Rayman, uh, your uh, next pick here, you got UL Monroe plus nine and a half versus Army. Just slop. Yeah, this is a slop fest. It's just you run the Sims too many points, especially at home. Capper, go ahead and do it for me. Do it for me, Cap. Just lock it up. Bark it up for me, please. Home dog, barking money, nine and a half. I don't think Army is very good. I don't think UL Monroe is really good. What took the cake for me is one, you're getting nine and a half. I would love to see this at 10. We'll see if it gets there for game day. Don't think it will. But Army only won one game on the road last year. That was against UMass. They're going on the road to UL Monroe. You're getting that nine and a half. Should be a close game. Take the points. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, I don't disagree. Okay, good. Dude. How can you disagree? Like, do you know anybody on these teams? No, no one does. That's the point. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to argue. Speaking, gonna speaking argue of JUCO, shit. UL Monroe's quarterback is a JUCO transfer who can run the ball. Jaya Wright, get ready. I don't think we should be pointing out JUCO ads as a plus. This I is thought, I thought real design. coach JB was one of our biggest fans. You go let's, next. Let's, he likes our let's, posts. Hey, hey, let's touch on that later. We got uh, – Boise. One more spicy one. We got one more spicy one. We're this picking is good games. Uh, Boise plus 14 at Washington. I hate to tell you, Capper, I also had this in my original 14 where I love it, too. Which, like, I, I love Washington. I love Same. Michael Penix Jr. I um, love him. One of the best offenses in the country last season. Um, all year long, just threw the football all over teams in the Pac-12, um, dominated them. But, like, are we sleeping on Boise here? I don't want to fall Brock, asleep on Is Brock Burmeister on Boise State? Still. He's not no, anymore. No, he's not. Give me Boise in which, the points. I love Which it. you love to see. I love uh, it. An, another super experienced group, um, you know, and, and Washington is a team that hit the transfer portal hard, and, like, they have some pretty impressive guys. They've got that cornerback from Oklahoma State, um, coming in and like they have the dominant offense. They have the three returning wide receiver head um, that they are just going to put up a ton of yards. But like Boise is going to be a very physical, very motivated team in this spot. Um, I just like, it seems like too many points. Um, I think if we're looking at this last year with Boise's name and, and obviously Washington very overperformed their expectations, but like, it's not it's not a two touchdown spread um and i think they come in highly motivated they're the favorites in the mountain west conference to win um and it's a 10 win team last year like it's and it's a ton of those guys coming back i loved 
that in January they had eight guys who were coming back for their COVID years um, simultaneously um, announced that they were returning. Um, a ton of guys on defense, ton of guys on offense. Um, just uh, and and we got rid of Hank, which <laughs> we love to see. Um, I think they'll God, be fine. I think they'll be fine on offense. I think week. they'll move the ball. Um, and you know, I, I think they'll play a bend don't break style here. I think they get in the red zone, and I think they can exploit Washington's weaknesses in the red zone, which like Washington wants to spread the field the entire game. Um, I think they give up those chunk yardage plays, but then they really like hunker down in the red zone opportunities. Um, I think they run the ball well against Washington. I think they uh, score enough. I think this is going to be a really good game, actually. I, I, I love Taylor Green. Like Taylor Green is I, a very physical quarterback prospect. He has a great arm. He can run the football if he has to. Um, like he he's a guy who I think can can have a big growth year here. Um, yeah. In his sophomore season. I I second that. I think. Uh, Rayman, Rayman has limited time, so we got. Let's run through our picks. Uh, Capper, give me, give me your picks as well as your big rubber. Big rubber, UTSA minus two and a half, Toledo plus nine and a half, Penn State minus twenty and a half, Boise plus fourteen. Rainman, give me your picks. NC State minus fourteen at UConn, Michigan State minus fourteen again versus Central Michigan. Against Capper, Houston plus two and a half at home versus UTSA, and UL Monroe plus nine and a half at home versus Army. I gotta say, you boys really brought it for the first week. You had I wasn't. I, I'm surprised we had. We're gonna have much worse, much uh, more inebriated episodes moving forward. But it seems like the picks pretty tight this week. Uh, it's a little a little sober week getting ready for tomorrow. But now we have. A I'm real not. Treat I'm for not sober. You. How dare you? We got. We got a real treat. We got. We got some squeeze picks for you. Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do. No, we some dogs. We some dogs. We ain't no puppies. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah. picks these are my favorite picks on the show these are the picks that are not well researched at all but if you're looking to squeeze out a little extra action on this just college football weekend you can't do much better and we're going to start by bringing back uh, one of my favorite segments we've been doing since we started this podcast it is our celebrity cameo segment i sent out for the cameo i knew exactly who i wanted and they answered on time you might remember him if you have seen the show Last Chance You, or if you listen to the opening song <gasps> on our yes! podcast. It a is... liker of our exes or tweets. No, no, uh, none wow. other than re- the... real coach, real coach JB. Let's. Uh, the reason let's we started this. What... Let's listen to what he has for. Great us. man and capper. What's up, man? Joe P hit me up. This is the real coach JB. And I know you guys are a bunch of fucking slapdicks who bet college football. And uh, I know Florida State LSU game's coming up big, man. And I just want to let you guys know. Understand something real quick, all right? I know Rain Man, you're into mushrooms. And uh, Capper, you're probably just a dick-riding <laughs> follower. But listen, 
Florida State, LSU, <laughs> you guys think it's a big deal. It's watered down. Football is watered down in college. Those two teams are fucking average at best because college football is shitty. And both of you guys are going to be disappointed at the end of the year. You won't be able to get over the hump and beat Georgia, Alabama, or fucking Clemson. This is why he's not a coach probably anymore. Probably North Carolina at Florida State. So, having said that, hey, go to the game. Enjoy each other's company. Be fucksticks. Go out there and, and let's try to be back, get back to being slapsticks. Hey, root for your team and drink some for me and smoke one for me. It's the real Coach JB. Win on me, win on three. One, two, three. Win. 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 (laughs) (laughs) You didn't make a pick. I think we can all agree we should just get back to being slapdicks. What a fucking buzzo. I think we might even just hit him up every week until he figures out what's going on. We can get on the Bleed Podcast Network. All, all the respect due to coach, real coach JB. And by that, I mean not much. <laughs> all due respect. He looks like he's All due great. respect. Yeah. Not much. I don't much. know, man. Just drinking that yak, smoking Dude. that stick. Literally <laughs> sitting there drinking, just saying, college football sucks, yo. <laughs> That's so funny. Once a hater, always a hater. God. I'm obsessed. But you know who, you know what you won't hate? You know what no one will hate? My first four-teamer of this football season. Boys, I hit these every You're good. Year. You're good early. You're good early, I'm, I'm, too. I'm good early, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling froggy with this one. I think you guys are going to despise it. We're doing my four-teamer. We're starting Coastal Carolina, plus 14.5 at UCLA. Uh, Grayson McCall sure. against a new quarterback. It is sure. a game that means everything to Coastal Carolina. UCLA, why would they possibly give a fuck about this? No one's going to be at this game for them. I think the 14.5 easily covered with their experience. The next one, UNT plus 6.5 versus Cal. Exact same thing. Sure. Yeah. Cal, Cal has no reason to exist. The players are probably all look like being like, how do I transfer to a school that has a conference? Uh, UNT, meanwhile, this is their first game of the season. It's a Power 5 game. They're going to be hot at home. It's going to be a hot crowd. I'll take the Mean Green in this spot. The next one, Saucy. Colorado, plus 20.5 versus uh, at TCU. I actually don't hate Colorado this week. That's a huge line. TCU lost a lot. But also a a bad football team. It is a lot of points for a team that doesn't have the better quarterback in this game. I think uh, Dion's kid is going to have That's something That's right. Shador Sanders is probably more talented. In this spot, people talk a lot about the turnover, but I think it's a turnover of you have players who want to play at Colorado versus... The turnover's the fine. Colorado was the worst team in the FBS last yeah. year. Like, I, turnover's I good. Keep... So I feel like, at the very least, you're getting kind of a mystery team at at plus uh, 20 and a half. And also, it's a big spot for Dion. It's a big spot for the Colorado kids because everyone, I'm sure, has been barking at them all offseason saying they don't know what the fuck they're doing. TCU, TCU's coming off. Like, TCU had the best season they're, uh, like, that they, one of the best seasons they've had in modern time. They just finished 21st in the recruiting rankings last year. That's what they parlayed that crazy not, not great too. and even tr- and even this year the recruiting is just average i think you're seeing us they've they've topped out they aren't a team that can reload 
like a most national championship caliber teams can. So I think the turnover at TCU is a bigger deal. So that's why I'm taking Colorado. I like the pick. And this one, my favorite pick of the week, this is my favorite game, Wisconsin minus 27.5 versus Buffalo. In a coming out party, uh, Wisconsin it has that Phil Longo offense. They have a new coach. They're going against a team that they're going to overmatch and be able to completely push around. I think they're going to be proving a point because this is a team that's traditionally moved really slow. This is the first time they're going to come out and just be running it up. Uh, I think the defense is always pretty good, and I think the offense is going to have a reason to show out a little bit and say, like, hey, we're going to be pretty good this year. Those are the four games I like this year. I actually like all four sides of that. Coastal Carolina plus 14.5, UNT plus 6.5. Colorado plus 20 and a half, Wisconsin plus 27 and a half. Rain Man likes it. Capper, what do you think? Three and one. I love that. Three and one. Take um, I, so you're saying that I should do a round robin? Like, I'll do a round robin. Wisconsin. Do a round robin. Them telling us that they're going to be a running, running gun air raid offense is like, I'll believe it when I see it. Like they're not going to, they're not going to, they're not going to break that out week one. Like they're not going to break also, out all the bells and they whistles. They also have, they also have such a good running back. Who's oh, like Braylon, Bra- but that's the thing. Braylon Allen is a dominant running back in college football. Like he may be the best running back in college football. So yeah, like do you just go? Do you Buffalo. just go straight air raid like week one with that guy in the backfield? Probably no, not. You. I, that is such an ignorant statement. You, you know that you the ease into it. the running game. Come you ease on. into it. You, you let that guy just run for two, 200 mod, this weekend. Maron. Uh, this is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I don't think I'm allowed to do that. Yeah. But we're gonna, should, should we quickly touch on the other really big games? Yeah, what's the really big... What's the real, So, Florida, Utah tonight, when you're listening to this, at four and a half point spread... I kind of like Florida here, even though I think Utah is a much better team. Uh, Utah won't have their starting quarterback, as we all know. That's moved the line quite a bit. I just like this game to be a three-point game. I think it'll be competitive. Give me Florida. Um, I'm a simple man. It, you give me Utah at home, I bet on them. Yeah, I think Fair Utah enough. I'm actually fine with that rule. It'll, it'll be kicking. Yeah. I don't feel strongly I, about the game, but everyone's going to bet it because it's the big one tomorrow. Graham uh, Mertz? Graham Clemson, Mertz, are you kidding me? <laughs> Clemson-Duke, probably the third best game of the week. If you listen to yes. the experts, Duke's got a little bit of reverse line movement. Don't listen to it. Clemson big. Clemson real big. Almost made my board, but I have a rule against taking reverse line movement when I don't have to and I don't feel strongly. I like Clemson to win by more than two touchdowns on the Monday, road to Duke. Monday night, that's my second best game Monday night. I'm excited to see um, the the Fitzgeralds, the fight in Fitzgeralds. Monday night. The fighting we... Fitzgeralds? Oh, he he's not there anymore. I'm sorry. Wait, it's not Northwestern. It's Duke Clemson Monday night. Northwestern plays Monday, too. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, they Against don't. Against Rutgers. They play Monday? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Unreal. Stop. Unreal. Who cares? Guys, I, who cares exactly? Because we have our King of the Hill is back. And boy, is it back ever. Our King of the Hill, of course, we ask you, the listeners, to give us a pick. If you get it correctly, you get to come back. Sunday, week. Sunday. It's on me. Yeah. Uh, God damn it, Capper. Jesus. Do 10 push-ups me. while Joe introduces the King of the Hill. We, uh, Go on. Do one. Do one. Now. Do, do one. it now. Yeah, okay. But <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, 
our first king of the hill pick comes from an old friend of the pod it's the babbler we found him he's weary he's of course had many journeys and i have a hunch i have a small small hunch that he might have a pick in the uh florida state lsu game Let's which listen. is why i didn't warn you it. all of this day but no one listens to me anymore a dark cloud has descended across college football. Perhaps it was always there. We are now fully in the era of the money men. This is a lot of every guys. decision <laughs> is a money decision. How do you even become a money man these days? What does it take to be one of these power five commissioners? A TV deal man, a university president, or even an athletic director. I don't know. I don't even go think you really indeed. have to be that smart. That's the lie they tell you. That these men are money men because they are smart men. Nah. What are you doing? But hey, maybe a strong handshake. An innate ability to grease wheels. The body and workout <laughs> regimen of a bag of mayonnaise. Maybe a few <laughs> ill-fitting suits. A Cheshire cat smile. <laughs> Maybe sprinkle in some disingenuity and a heaping helping of George W. Bush era politics. <laughs> and voila, a money man. Shoot, they're even trying to get Condi Rice. They've been trying to get her to be commissioner of something <laughs> for decades now. <laughs> We've derailed. As the once the great and formerly employed Mark Jackson once said, what has happened to the game I love? <laughs> Agreed. What is going on with the babbler? Well, boys, while we are in the era of the money men, we are in the dawn of the good morning man. <laughs> I speak of Mike Norvell oh and the God. Seminoles of Florida State. Good morning, man. Loki, train while you can. Cue the drums. Because once it gets rolling, ain't nothing going to stop it. Knowles, 41. Tigers, 31. Oh, wow. wow. A stomping. On the alt line. Give well, me LSU, you know and I'll, and I'll give you points. I'm grateful for the pick, but I'm more grateful that it ended. All, 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 all my peeps ride with the babbler, always and forever. I, the babbler has... The babbler, for all he had to say about George W. Bush politics, he has that right-wing radio cadence down, doesn't he? He can fill time. Condi? Yeah, he, he's like the new Jim Rome. <laughs> give, him, give him an hour, no guests, just catting. Saying, saying one sentence out loud rhetorically every 45 the seconds. The babbler is burning. The reboot 2023 needed. <laughs>